All right. Welcome, everyone, to a, another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. As always, I'm your host, Adam Smith, with Just the Tips Coaching. And this will be a unique experience for those of you that are regulars to our show because our marketing director, Jen Weibor, is not with us today, which means I am doing all the tech stuff, so you guys will have to forgive any of the glitches and issues and those kinds of things. And Jen is en route by vehicle, crazy enough, from Maine to Denver, or uh, back to Colorado, with her brother who is moving to Colorado after a number of years of contemplating that move. It's finally happening for them. So, Jen, if you're watching or uh, you catch us in syndication, hope things are going well. And Chris, welcome to Colorado. And we've got a really cool guest for you guys today, somebody we have been pining to get on the show for some time. Please welcome Amy Flora. Hello, Amy. Hey there. How are you today, Adam? I'm good. And yeah, come on. We've had this booked out for some time. We have. You are right. It's been, I would say, at least six months we've had it on the books. Oh, I'll bet it's longer than that, knowing longer than that, knowing what I know about Jen and her popularity. Yes. Um, I would like to say that the uh, popularity of the podcast is all about me, but it's probably <laughs> not. It's all about Jen and Jen being our uh, host or co-host. And of course, about uh, her skills in making our podcast as popular as it is, which is really cool stuff. So thank you for that. And Amy, uh, typically what we'd like to do when we have new guests, certainly ones that we've really wanted to have on the show for some time is to try and get a little bit of background. How'd you get into what you're doing? How long have you been doing what you're doing? Give it, give us the skinny. Were you doing something different before you got in? You're probably about uh, 29 years old. So if you've been doing real estate for 12 years, then I already yep. know the answer. You've never done anything else except uh, elementary school and then real estate. That's that's absolutely right. I'm 29 years old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But in reality, give us the skinny. So uh, I have not always been in real estate. I am going on my into my seventh year of real estate. Prior to that, I was in some form of marketing or sales my entire uh, adult career life. Um, I have three children. And in 2015, early 2015, I had just gotten a divorce. I'd wanted to be in real estate for a very long time. I lived in a community that we had moved in where the second street and watched it just boom and did a lot of touring of uh, model homes in each build as they were built out in the community. And uh, after my divorce, I decided that I was going to make a career change and uh, get into uh, real estate. Okay. Well, and we're not pulling any punches. Real estate is a sales job. Um, really, in essence, you've made the shift from selling something to selling you. That's right. Which is a big deal. What were you selling before you, before real estate? Oh, goodness. So I had a quite a long career in sales and marketing for Lifeline, the uh, emergency help button for sure, seniors. Sure. Help by falling and I can't get up. That's exactly right. Got it. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm a little older than 29, so yeah. I remember. Me too. Okay. Me too. I'm at the point where family members might have Lifeline. Too. Oh, my. Okay. 
Uh, and the other two, I, I was a uh, sales rep for Allied Waste, which is a trash and recycling service. Sure. And my last career in sales, I was selling online marketing SEO to bail agents, process servers, and uh, private investigators. Interesting. So yeah, kind of a little bit of everything. That is interesting. And we've got, for one reason or another, and you obviously know how repeat and referral businesses work, but we have an enormous following of people in the bail bond and bondsman insurance industry they just refer one another so on and so forth and uh it has spawned some interesting activity uh those uh people have unique situations when it comes to their mortgages for sure sure um and yeah we even got to meet dog and beth at one time which was uh kind of entertaining the dog the bounty hunter for those of you that uh yep. follow some of that they were say. actually at a couple of my uh, seminars that I did. I used to travel around the country and present our services and products to that audience. So I've had the pleasure of meeting both of them as well. Well, and I think they split their time between here and Denver. Excuse me. Uh, our audience doesn't uh, have a clue as to where you are right. yet. Get to that. Um, but I think they split their time between here and Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he does now. She has passed. Right. Yes. Yeah. But yes, yes, yeah. yes, they do. All right. Well, cool. Shout out to Dwayne. That is yeah, really right. fun stuff and to all the other people involved in that industry. Okay. But you are uh, relatively local to us, if memory serves. You're in the Denver area? That's right. Um, I am actually on the Northern Corridor in the North Range. So uh, really from Commerce City up to uh, Fort Lupton. Wow. Okay. Yep. And then... Uh, Westminster over to Keensburg Hudson. All right. So that's a that's a big area for those of you that aren't familiar with it. That really does cover oh what would be considered the North Metro Denver area right. and seven counties make up the Denver Metro area. So uh Amy is covering some ground. Let's the majority it of it's Adams and Weld County. Okay. Yeah. Um so seven years. Uh I assume you weren't with the company that you're with now and if memory serves that's Madison. That's correct. Madison and Company Properties. I've been, I, I've, I've been between two brokerages. Uh, one is no longer a brokerage, and then a total of five of those years have been spent at Madison and Company. At Madison, that's a long stretch. I yes. love what Madison does. Uh, Todd Narlinger and I grew up together. Oh, wow. uh, our our dads were buddies, um, and every now and then I still give him some shit about the fact that when our dads were buddies, they had matching Corvettes, and I still have it, and he doesn't. That's should have hung on to that card. I'll mention that to him. All right. Um, so his dad's was black um, and my dad's was silver, but it is sitting out in the garage. Um, so what Give us a, what was that two years prior to Madison? What were you doing? Uh, I was with uh, another brokerage. Uh, it was co-listings real estate. And actually sure. we kind of, we, we were there. I had a team for quite some time. Uh, okay. Hence the we, we went to Madison and then came, went back to co-listings. Once that dissipated, I came back to Madison and uh, have not left since. So in this uh, span, you've only worked for two brokerages. That's correct. That's pretty cool. Uh, I have the same history. I worked for one when I started my career as mortgage originator and then started my own brokerage in 05. 
Okay. Uh, we're about to hit 18 years and I don't know any different, which is funny because a lot of our guests ask me, a lot of our coaching clients ask me, you know, should I make this move? Should I be retail? Should I be wholesale? And I'm like, I don't know. Right. I, I started as a broker and now I'm a broker owner and I don't know any different. So right. I'm not your guy to answer those questions, um, but let's find someone else who could. Um, okay. So in that initial period, mm -hmm. you've made this decision recently divorced single parent that's right three kids three kids uh <laughs> same i also have three although two are now adults and this had to be a big deal i mean you're you're new to the game you're certainly familiar with sales and marketing and lead generation those kinds of things but where was the business coming from you know, um, being that I had three children, I had two at the time that were in the school system. Uh, we had been in our community for quite some time at that point. Uh, my kiddos were in school and we attended the same church and still do for many, many years. So uh, I was in a very blessed and unique situation that I had a pretty good uh, sphere of influence. And when I got my license, uh, Due to the fact that people knew me, trusted me, and liked me, it was it was really quite a blessing. I got into real estate, did 12 deals my first year, and haven't looked back. Okay. So, and that's an amazing first year. Wow. Good on you. Um, and it, let's talk about, you know, reality here that after seven years, you're in. Um, you know, the NAR stats say 80% fail in the first two years, 85% in the first five years which is kind of an interesting stat and you included in what we further extrapolate from that math, from that formula is that you and 99, 98% of your brethren have never seen a buyer's market. Right. That's a weird one. All right. But let's go back because I think you said something that's really, really important. I want to make sure our audience picks up on it because they're tired of hearing me say the same shit over and over. <laughs> um, and when it comes from another resource, a successful one at that, it, strikes a chord that because of your community, because of the tribes you were running with, that school parent community, the church community, you already had a degree of no like, and trust, like your words, I mean, not that they aren't magic sales words, period. Sure. You already had a degree of no like, and trust with all of these people in those two communities. So when it became, hey, Amy's doing real estate, it was easy for those people to go, well, we already know like, and trust Amy. I am certain we will know I can trust her real estate process. We're going to buy or sell a home. Let's get to it. That's right. And that is a wonderful toehold to have on beginning that process. Was there ever any type of activity like, you know, leads or cold calling or ads or mailers or any of the bullshit where you're trying to capture a random unknown audience to you? You know, I would say... Um... For the most part, no. Uh, you know, once I got into it, I would say the number one thing was having a good mentor mm. so that these people knew me, trusted me and liked me. But having a good mentor who knew what they were doing, uh, what was important, could watch me through my first few transactions to make sure all things were done correctly. Negotiation was to the best of my ability. I was representing my clients. That helped me to then show proven success. And it just continued to go from there. On the transactional side. On the transactional side. You want to drop a name, give a shout out? 
Um, actually, yes, it was Amy Ryan with cool. the Amy Ryan Group. Cool. Yeah. Amy's Absolutely. great. Very cool. So, um, um, as far as marketing, you know, the only type of marketing that I was doing and continue to do when it comes to listings and buy sites is sending out postcards to the community, making sure they know what homes have sold. And yes, I pick up, you know, one or two, maybe three a year from those. So it definitely is worth it. Totally. Um, but really continuing to follow up with my clients, my, you know, my current and past clients staying in the flow with them and knowing what's going on with them has been what's proven to be to keep my business recurring. Well, you're in the minority. I mean, even today, we still hear about random statistics where, you know, 80 or 90 or some weird number percent of home buyers, home sellers don't even know who their real estate agent was right. when they did it, let alone are they still in communication with them. So, yeah, that's obviously a very big deal and really something that we heavily focus on, certainly in our business, certainly with our coaching clients, is that your sphere, your contact database, your audience, however you want to put it, is your business. That's really your most valuable asset. And yes, my company owns, you know, furniture and computers and that kind of crap. None of it holds a candle to right. the, you know, 15,000 people we have in our contact database, because the general formula for those of you that are doing this, the general formula is that there is a lead for every hundred people in your contact database every month. Right. And just off this one activity Amy's describing with its postcards, you said? Uh, that's that one activity. Yes. That's just, just after a uh, property has sold. What, even right. If it's so just price. that one activity, which is certainly less than the cost of a single transaction closing, mm -hmm. is generating a couple of few deals a year for you. Sure. Okay. And you've probably been constant and consistent. Those are two words we hammer home. You've right. probably been constant and consistent with it for a number of years. That's correct. Yeah, probably since you've been in that development and yes. you were one of the first. Yes. Right. So that's a really big deal. So, yeah, I cannot express how important that kind of activity is. And hopefully other people hearing you say it rather than hearing me constantly harass them about, please just stay in touch with people. Please be constant and consistent about your marketing, about your lead gen, about your branding, whatever it is, mm -hmm. instead of, I don't know, doing shit like buying Zillow leads or right. trigger leads. Ooh, that one's going to uh, strike a chord with a lot of people. Um, <laughs> yeah, please don't be that person. Um, and I understand that that might be the loan originator that's sitting in a cubicle farm somewhere with dozens or hundreds of others and your company is spending, you know, uber dollars on that kind of garbage and then you have to try and do cold call sales it's horrible it's horrible yes. please please don't do that there is so much more opportunity in your own circle which yes. obviously amy has known from the beginning how come so many of you are slow to catch on no <laughs> um, all right so tell us about what goes on now because you had talked about a team sure and now you're doing this on your own? Uh, well, I was doing it on my own for the last three and a half years. I did just bring on a new team member that will be primarily a buyer's agent. Okay, another agent. We're building That's up correct. the sales side again. Yep. Okay. Yes. And I am currently in the market to find 
the perfect marketing assistant as well. Okay. Um, it's been tough. Uh, been, I've, you know, hired on a couple of people. Uh, I've learned a lot about myself as far as managing that and managing expectations and really trying to find the right person that has the time and the commitment to be able to do the, the marketing pieces for us. That's cool. And yeah, credit where credit's due. Jen, and frankly, Jen's pre uh, predecessor, uh, a colleague of ours uh, who was a recent DU graduate, came to us and did uh, that marketing aspect really for both of our companies, the mortgage company and our uh, coaching practice. But yeah, Jen is a... Uh, uh, she's a jewel. I don't I don't know that I could ever put it together. And one of the really neat things about what goes on when you do have good help, when you have good transactional help, and you'll obviously have to get there as well as you have another agent, as you build up your marketing, so on and so forth, because you got to make sure that your clients are being well taken Absolutely. care of, that T's are getting crossed and I's are getting dotted. So it is important to know that we're building up both at the same time, sales mm -hmm. and uh uh, operations. Yes. Uh, those things kind of have to go hand in hand. Um, and my operations team can't be touched. But I think one of the things, and I discussed it with a colleague over the weekend, is that I finally have a team in place, Jen included, where they are improving my business without my involvement. And Jen's marketing is a great example of that for the things that she knows I really shouldn't be paying her for because Jen is paid well. She's <laughs> farming it out to a virtual assistant in the Philippines. And that woman's a close friend and we uh, speak with her on uh, a regular basis and she sure. does a lot of work. Some of it that I wasn't willing to let go of and should have until Jen hammered it into me. Some of it that Jen just knew I shouldn't be doing this. Adam should not be paying me for this. Let's farm it out and then I'll have more time to do bigger things, so on and so forth. But your team structure is obviously a very big deal. And for all of you watching, listening, live or in syndication, you've got to understand that the end goal should really be you only doing things that you love to do or are high dollar activities. Absolutely. For me, that happens to be dealing with the borrowers. I love our clients. That's a big piece of the puzzle, dealing with my coaching clients. That's a big part of what really lights a fire inside of me. Things like chasing pay stubs, <laughs> that doesn't excite me so much. Right. Those kinds of things. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, uh, I do a lot of writing and it looks like AI is going to take over that too. And we're going <laughs> to uh, talk about some of that at our you'll social be, media day conference. Yeah, coming up this year. It's it's going to be interesting. We've seen some things. I had a colleague I caught wind of this weekend have AI write him a letter of explanation from a borrower about, oh gosh, I can't remember why they were uh, making a lateral move or uh, what happened in their divorce. I can't remember, but uh, the letter that came from the AI system was really, really entertaining and really not very useful. So it's <laughs> it's developing, it's improving. We're going to get there. Um, so that's really interesting. Let's talk about your new agent. Sure. Is this a new agent? She is a newer agent. She okay. has been licensed for three years, but had a full-time career in healthcare. Okay. Uh, so she has been mentored. Uh, Madison and Company offers an amazing mentor-mentee program for new cool. agents. She has gone through that program with uh, some of the best at Madison. 
and that's uh, a long list yes there are there are some great agents at madison um she's been through the program she's successfully closed a handful of deals in the last three years has just recently gone full-time into real estate so not new to the industry has a little experience but is really amazing with clients uh just got a great personality a go-getter and i think she's going to do amazing things cool and she's going to work with your buyers yes and she's going to generate her own yes okay and what kind of framework have you given her for that uh as far as as far as getting her own business yeah oh absolutely so we have gone through all of her you know her sphere of influence first writing down who all of those people are we're looking at the brand the floral home team brand and where we can expand that in areas that it isn't currently uh and we are looking at activities that she can do to be out in the community in front of people and getting her name out there to start to grow her business this is cool this is really cool stuff yeah she's got um well let's just put it this way the potential is limitless yes absolutely i I, I think that that's one of the really cool things about what we do is that there really is no glass ceiling yep um and there really aren't limitations for anything really depending on how you want to proceed how you want to expand how you want to grow i i I, my wish my deepest desire would be for everybody that we're involved with to kind of have the eventual mindset that i want to build a business that i can walk away from while it still pays me yes and our our coaching clients do because that's the end goal of our program um now don't get me wrong all of you listening you're not gonna be able to implement that in the year we would work together if we ever do this is a marathon not a sprint but if you want all the tools to figure out how to do that then by all means uh that's kind of our jam but it's the building of good sales it's the building of good ops it's the learning from your experiences it's the commitment the dedication that constancy and consistency that we've talked about Mm -hmm. but i think the people that i see gain the most success and this is obviously true of you hopefully it will be of her is they're the people that are really authentic and really transparent you 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 probably gave me three seconds to do our intros before you're dropping bombs about being divorced, having three kids, yeah. um, I, and I sold trash services, everybody. And mm-hmm. a- Amy did not hesitate to tell you all that she used to sell trash. Hey, there's a lot of money in trash. There <laughs> is a lot of money in trash. That is really true. I've got a, uh, a colleague whose parents owned one of those companies back when we were kids, and it's an interesting business. It is. Uh, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. It is and weird. It's stinky, and- but... You know. <laughs> I have uh, no doubt that you weren't actually directly involved with garbage. Mm, only on my training days where no. I had to drive around with the drivers. You got to ride around in a garbage oh, truck, yes. though. Uh, that's phenomenal. I'm, the 12-year-old in me is jealous. No <laughs> question about it. That is really cool stuff. So what do you see coming? I mean, obviously, I don't want to go dark and dismal and that kind of thing. And I don't think there's any secret. Unfortunately, we're not 29 years old because this is eventually a system, (laughs) current real estate, current mortgages that vanishes. Yep. We're we're eventually 
outmoded. I'll yep. put it that way. Now that might be decades, but I do think that it eventually happens. So I don't want to go down that decades long path sure. of, um, you know, that kind of thing. But in the next couple of years, where are your sights set on what you should be doing for more lead gen, for more team building? What What are the next few years going to look like for you that way? You know, I think it's a couple of things, you know, with the market, the way that it has been in the last six to seven months doing all this kind of oh god even stuff. the last six to seven years like yeah you you've really had an interesting career period but yeah I, have, I really have and and i you know i've i've only seen these little things but over you know in july when everything hit a wall and came to a screeching halt um you know i really think that getting back to the basics is the most important you know we get caught up in having transactions, doing, you know, doing the things we need to do that we do get away from making phone calls, sending out uh, handwritten notes, you know, making sure that we have our goals written down for me. Ooh, that's a good one. Going in the daily grind so much that I forget about the basic things that started my business and has kept it going. Uh, you know, another thing that I'm really looking at in the future is my husband and I are both uh, working together to invest in properties and are flipping properties in learning that and learning more about investing. I think that that is going to be a direction that I want to go to teach other people how to utilize the equity that they currently have in their home. Um, maybe take talking myself out of some sales and such if I'm teaching people to keep their current properties and move forward but um i think trying to teach out people how to create generational wealth through investing and through real estate is a direction that i believe will prove to be successful and helpful i i know that term sounds cliche in our business not to the consumer but certainly to other mortgage originators mm -hmm. and real estate agents but um and it was funny because we had andrew goldberg on the show in the last I don't know, months at some point. And he was talking about the exact same thing, although he had recently purchased another investment property, another primary residence, converted his old primary residence into an investment property and had spent a lot of time both from an educational track standpoint, as well as with some hands-on learning and his uh, mortgage experience on acquiring his new primary was not all that fun, but he didn't call me. So what can you expect? Nope. Um, <laughs> and I think he really put it well that if we really want to help people do that, and I think we do want to help people do that. In fact, I've only ever sold one property and I regret it. Yep. Okay. Um, I, I'm sorry. I don't own it right now, to be honest. Um, but although that property, my first home, really did propel me to a new level of financial success. Sure. Just because home ownership does that. Right. And then home investment does that. Real estate investing does that. And we can, you know, knock out tiers and levels of how that works. But okay. I think Andrew was really spot on when he said, what I'm doing and clearly what you're doing is gaining that firsthand education and being able to pass that along, and for those of the very few consumers that pay attention to our podcast here, um, <laughs> the ones that are in our past client database know that we do a bi-monthly uh, uh, video blog on homeowner tips. And it's basically just shit that Adam screwed up so that they don't screw it up. Sure. Hey, 
disconnect those hoses and here's why. If your <laughs> uh, pressure relief valve is leaking, get it fixed and here's why. Yes. And you should label all the paint cans for all the different colors in your home. And here's why I did perhaps paint a, paint a wall I had patched with deck stain. Oops, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, it looked like the same color. I didn't. It was already painted when I moved in. So, yeah, had to start that process all over. By the way, deck stain and spackle, not a good mix. Had to start that project all over again. So by giving that, by getting that education, both the book learning and the first hand, and then being able to share that with our clients, our friends, our colleagues, our audiences, mm -hmm. that is invaluable. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think that that is a really, really big deal. Um, and uh, I, normally I would expect Jen to be giving us eye rolls at this point because we have hit our uh, time limit. And I'm really upset about that because there's a lot more that I want to scratch into this yes. that uh, we're going to have to have you back for another episode for. I can handle that. All right. Well, we will do that for sure. Um, and bear with me here, Amy, uh, as I try to do Jen's job in our uh, wrap up. And no. Jen, I know I'm going to suck at this. So forgive me. This is your wheelhouse. But uh, let's see. We do have a text code. You can text tips to 63566 if you are uh, watching this video cast uh, live or in syndication. That's scrolling across the bottom of your screen. If you are listening to the podcast, you can text tips, again, tips to 63566. And that will ping you back all kinds of information about past episodes of How I Met Your Mortgage, our weekly video blog, The Weekly Little Tip. Uh, I think you can still get a copy of my book, Just the Tips. Uh, you will be able to get information about our big conferences that come up once a year. We do Social Media Day Denver. That is <laughs> June 23rd at the Metropolitan State University. Shout out to them and their social media marketing degree program because they do amazing work with us. The Mile High Mastermind every September and shout out to University of Denver doing all of that work with us. And gosh, Jen, I hope I didn't really miss anything because uh, she'll let me know, of course. But oh, yeah. Amy, thank you. This I know it's impossible to carve out this kind of time on a Monday morning, especially when we're busy. And I know that we suffered a couple of few tech issues before we really no got worries. started here. You were an absolute trooper getting through that. And hopefully Jen won't uh, have too many notes for me about how I screwed up her video cast and subsequent podcast with this. But again, <laughs> bottom of my heart, thank you for doing Thank this. you. I appreciate it, Adam. All thank right. You. Don't go anywhere because I know okay. that there is a little bit of information Jen would want me to give to you. Okay. So sit tight. I'm going to run our extra for the rest of you. Thank you for tuning in, either live or in syndication of the video cast or the podcast. You can catch episodes, new episodes of How I Met Your Mortgage, Mondays at 1030 Mountain Time. And you can catch all of the past episodes on Apple and Spotify or here as we're doing our video cast on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time.